Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, you're listening to part two of Homo Sapiens' interview with Rina Sawayama. It is an absolute delight of a conversation, as I'm sure you'll agree. If you haven't heard part one, go back to the feed and get it. If you have, here's part two. Yeah, I only chose one of the most conservative colleges in Cambridge and really felt very out of place. And I didn't know why I felt out of place. I thought it's because I, I did music and I was really passionate about music. And a lot of people who go to places like Cambridge or Oxford are told from their very young age that that is their destiny and that's what they have to do. And it's almost like, what are you doing here if that's not your, that's not your thing? You know, so I mm. remember feeling a little different but I think it was more that the fact that I was closeted in very many ways <laughs> like I right. didn't I didn't understand myself whatsoever and you know I was very very depressed at one point because there was some bullying going on in my college towards me and no, I had sorry to, to hear that. yeah it kind of fucking sucks especially you think god you're in university like do we really have to do this um mm. But I get it. People are under a lot of pressure to perform and do well. And they, you know, hurt people, hurt people. So that's... that's. Oh, my God. I love that. It's the best saying because it is so true. And, you know, there's no point hurting people who are hurt. And that's why they hurt people. So you don't, you don't need to, like, you don't need yeah. to get down to that level to do it. But they... Um, so I had to move dorms in the middle of the final year, which was really tough. Um, yeah. And then I was just really, I couldn't leave my bed. I was just so depressed. I didn't go to any lectures. I couldn't finish any of my assignments. And then someone who I was in a supervision with, and I had been in supervisions with, we, you know, normally one of us or two of us, and um, this girl called Emily, uh, who was in the year above me at school, um, but we mm. were in the same year because she took a gap year. And she was like, why don't you come to like my friend's, you know, like house party or like, oh, we, oh, there's like a queer night in this, this place called the cow, which is now gone. Um, <laughs> or the queer, the queer erasure. It's all disappearing. <laughs> but we, uh, yeah, then I, I joined her and then there was a bunch of queers and I was like, wow, why do I feel so at home? And she's also Lovely. bisexual as well. So it's, it's been such a wonderful journey. And I really do credit them for like, really saving my life because I was so so deeply depressed and like suicidal basically that mm. I am so in to them and now you know 
classic classic Cambridge queers. They're all going off and doing amazing, incredible things. One of them's a they're all like launching Hubble telescopes and stuff. Oh yeah, like <laughs> finding the cure to cancer. And no, not actually. Um, one of them is a uh, fashion photo- like a huge fashion photographer, Thurston Redding. Wow. And, um, Tom Rasmussen also. Who ah yeah, seems Tom's, to know. Tom's coming on the podcast. Oh no way. I love them so much. Yeah, me too. They're just the most wonderful. I just came back from their wedding and I the was wedding. Just, it was so yeah. wonderful. I have I, that was actually my first queer wedding, so I Oh nice. It you know it really felt like a like a statement, like it felt very much more than just a wedding and I thought that was really great and mm. the, you know just having seeing all the su- supportive parents from both sides is is oh, lovely! Incredible, and I felt like the whole of like the queer community from London was. It was so many people. I was quite like, this is insane, but it was. Oh, it was that's fun. lovely. Yeah. So Tom Rasmussen was also Tom Glitter, right? Yes. Just for listeners, and then was a drag queen, but now has kind of stopped yeah. and is doing amazing music, and their yes. voice is like unbelievable. Yes, um, insane. And we have the same vocal coach, which is so funny. My vocal, our really? vocal coach was at the wedding, and I literally said to her, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she, she's great. And then Amru did yes. the ceremony, yes. and Amru is Glamour, who was on this podcast a while ago, oh, still available that. on the feed, listeners. Um where did Amru go? Oxford. And I went to another for Cambridge. Long. No, we were, oh. we were yeah, we were all there. Oh right. Interesting. Uh, so, so was that one yes. of the gang? Was Amru? One, one of the, of the gang, gang, yes. Um who else? I'm sure there's a there's a bunch of notable people. Wow. But we were Goodness. all kind of You're all so lazy. We are so <laughs> lazy. God, it's so true. It's true what they say about the quiz. They're all so lazy. Yeah, you've done nothing with your lives. What's the matter with you? Exactly. Can I just ask you about, uh, you said your morning routine, because I do love a centred person. What's your mooning? What's your mooning? What's your Ooh. morning routine? <laughs> <laughs> it's allowed to involve mooning. We are mooning an routine. open church. <laughs> My morning routine... I'm trying to guard it with my life because okay. after absolutely going down a spiral, a mm-hmm. mental spiral and ending up in a hole because I was not looking after myself whatsoever. It was, it was like, it was like March to June. I probably had about three days off or something. And I was Whoa. going like actually crazy and I was snapping at people around me and I was just so not myself. It was really, really horrible. It was, it was full diva mode. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, you know what? It's because I have not taken a single morning to myself. I haven't given myself anything. And it's funny because I think people will see pop stars and they're like, oh, it's just about them. It's everything's about them. Everyone wants to know about them. But it's a lot of, mm-hmm. um, you're also giving a lot and giving mm-hmm. your time a lot, giving your energy a lot. And um, people are touching you a lot. And so it's it, it kind of, this is subconscious thing that you you start to get, you start to chip away at yourself a little bit. I'm sure a lot of people feel like this, to be honest. It's like when you're so dedicated to your work or something that you just lose yourself in it. Yeah. And do you think there's also a quality in there? Sorry, I'm aware you're halfway through answering the question. But do you think there's a quality in there of like when you are a freelancer of any description, you think if I just give 3% more, 
it mm -hmm. will be the the thing that needs to happen and actually three 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 means you're way over yeah and you don't really have there is no there's no hr system in music you know no I mean? no <laughs> no and there's also no safety net which is this the most you know it is it, it is like a you know any creative industry and freelancers it's you're just mm. so desperate for the next gig And I always, always approach everything, interviews, gigs, everything in the, I'm not going to have another one. So I should yeah. just give it my all. And, but, um, so yeah, my morning routine currently is I'm waking up at six. I, I ideally would like to wow. wake up at five. But in, it, this is so Kim Kardashian already. So Kim K. And I, also, I again, <laughs> I don't drink as well. So very Kim K. Oh my me. God. Not okay. me. Not me being inspired by Kim K. I will take myself as a Kardashian watcher. Um, yeah, I work up at 6 a.m. Yeah. I I'm in full like CEO mode at the moment. I really can't stop. So I've been I've been listening to this thing called Blinkist, which is this. Oh yeah. Do you know? Do do. You're a CEO. Come on, you know this. I've downloaded it many times, and then I do a bit of it, and then I'm like, "This is making my eyes go weird." Yeah, I know um, what you mean. It's it's an app that uh, condenses. It's Spark Notes, basically. But there's yeah. a, they they have audio books that are like 15 minute versions of these like 400 page books. So yeah. I'm, I'm reading. I just finished reading this book. I'm doing inverted commas because it's literally 15 minutes. Uh, It's called the 5 a.m. Club. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassing. Like, oh, I wanted this book. I, it, Rena, I am obsessed with the self-help book. So don't yeah, hold same, back. Same, okay. same, same. No, I'm obsessed. I love it. 5 a.m. Club tells you to wake up at 5, but it tells you to focus on 20-minute segments. So it's 20, 20, 20. Mm -hmm. within an you know then it tells us up to an hour and that's like you, you should be the first thing that you do and 20 the first 20 minutes is exercise mm -hmm. lowers your cortisol level just hormonally very good uh next 20 minutes is meditation or journaling and then the next 20 minutes is like something that is completely purely for you that is self-improvement that is not for anyone else or something just a curiosity that you want to further mm. and so i'm trying to follow that mm -hmm. um It's quite good. I do yoga because I used to do HIIT workouts and I realized that I don't want to feel exhausted and that sweaty after a workout. Yeah. So I'm trying to do more gentle exercise. And then I, I always journal. I um, wow. always meditate on Headspace app. I just, wow. I've been, yeah, I've been on Headspace for like more than 10 years, I think. And I just I do like a 10 to 15 minute. But the thing is, like, I think people don't you know anyone can get up at six if they're going to sleep at 10 that's the trick and it's about yes. sacrificing those last couple of hours <laughs> of doom scrolling of doom scrolling i couldn't actually, give that up <laughs> no it's so essential to my life and my well-being oh yeah and it is once you come to the realization that actually the last two hours of your night often just is filled with crap that does not actually help i love watching a movie that movie tv series i think that's that's good honestly the time spent scrolling at the end of your night can be moved to the morning where it's a little bit more you know you, you can move that move that hour and do something like um and then I just kind of chill and maybe answer some emails and just you know get my life sorted make sure I've got everything I need for the day but it's hard it's constantly trying to be grabbed away from me I'm like yes. well, can we do this can we do this a little, a little bit earlier because that person can't make it and I'm like no Yeah. So then what about um, w with Blinkist, which I feel like it's not for self-help books, but I feel like 
it works really well for self-help books because most self-help books can be 15 pages. They just turn them into 100 so they can sell them. Oh, yeah. Any any other good ones that you've read? I read The Power of Now during COVID times and that really got me through COVID. And is that the Eckhart Eckhart Tolle? Tolle. There is, I believe, a slightly homophobic passage in there. I read it as being homophobic, but I was literally like, you know what? I was like, this is, I think this was written in the 80s. I'm just going to like move swiftly on. The rest of the book was very helpful. And what is that about? What's its ethos? I can't remember because I always remember, wasn't Calvin Harris like famously obsessed with it or something? Really? I can imagine it's a very celebby book, actually. Yeah. It's basically like the same. I'm not me being Blinkist. I'm Blinkist right now. It's basically <laughs> saying it's about being present in the moment, in 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 short. And it's about the fact that we don't let ourselves feel like we do when we're babies. And to have that amount of presence, even when you're drinking water or when you're looking at a landscape, like actually taking everything in, makes you so grateful for what you have now, even when it's not a lot. And during lockdown when I was really staring at trees through through, through the window and not Mm. you know I I think it was even like the little things that I appreciated and Mm. that was very very helpful for me and yeah so I I actually gave it to a lot of my friends and they read it and there's several people who said that it's changed their lives so I would I would recommend it if you feel like you're stuck in a bit of a rut oh I'm always in a rut um (laughs) but I um I'm terrible like I'll read a self-help book I'll tell 15 people to buy it at that point I probably haven't even finished the self-help book and (laughs) my dad was like this it's always like there's a new sheriff in town we all gotta listen to this and then it will like it will infiltrate my life but it won't necessarily govern it if you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and it's funny because I read all these stupid self-help business books because I am you know I mean this is a I think people often don't realize that behind a pop star there's like 300 employees or whatever that they they're like they're basically like the head of the company Mm. Um, so I try and you know I try and stay alert and knowing what business thing I'm doing uh, mm. But at the same time, the, you know, the power of now is about not caring about productivity as much. It's accepting you as a human being is like wonderful and you can thrive in that. And I think it's the realistic thing is to be in balance of both things. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I don't know why what you said earlier made me think of this, but you were very wild as a teenager, right? Is that yeah. right? Now I look, think back on it, I think I just had a lot of rage. I was just angry. And I think when kids act out, something's not right in their home. Happy children. Mm. There's some, There's just something going on. And yeah, when I was 
going wild in London. I felt so isolated, which is weird because I was sharing a bedroom with my mom until I was 15. Yeah. And I can see that my mom was trying to make ends meet. We had a lodger in the room that was supposed to be my bedroom. And that was, it was that way until I was 16. And I had a lot of anger towards her because not, not only was she working so hard, but I was like, if you're working so hard to provide for this, you know, me, the one you, the one you love, then why are you not spending time with me? And it's just this Mm. kind of age old immigrant story, I guess, where she's sacrificed so much. She's trying her best. My mom did not speak very good English. So I would have to fix her emails and fix her assignments because she was um, getting, trying to get qualified as an interior designer. I would, you know, her final assignments and essays, I would have to look over and check. At the same time, she ha- she could not help me with my homework. She never helped me with my homework because she mm, couldn't. And, yeah. and and we also couldn't afford to get um, tuition, like private tuition. So I was just there, like, couldn't do my homework. I had so much rage. I was like, this is so unjust. My friends who have English-speaking families who can help them. And, yeah, I felt... I felt a lot of rage um, and yeah. Were you cross? Do you, uh, I'm imagining no one could articulate this at that age, but did you ever just wish that your mum could just write English perfectly? Yeah. And that you were out there speaking English better than her and therefore she was letting you down. And I don't know, we just, we look at it like that as kids, don't we? Yeah. Cause you just think you're an adult. You should be able to handle all these things. Where now I'm mm. like, now I'm an adult. If I was to have a kid, I couldn't speak the language. I didn't know how to earn enough money to support the house. I had to, it's funny because I was like, I'm, I'm traumatized because I had to share a bedroom with my mom until I was 15. My mom had to share a room with a 15 year old. That is awful mm, for her. Mm, you know, I don't, I try and flip the narrative and think, God, what an incredible job she did. But yeah, yeah as a kid, you don't understand how hard it is on adult you know you think that they they should be invincible and the financial aspect for me was very interesting because I would uh, my mom would sleep from 10 p.m to 2 a.m every night right. and yeah. then work from 2 a.m and then she would always have breakfast and lunch ready for me wow. um and she continued that and really like I said earlier about I've just gone through this insanely busy period of my life and I turned into a monster mm. I so much think god if she only had couple more hours sleep a night what what kind of parent would she have been mm-hmm, and it's because mm-hmm, she had mm-hmm. to she had to do that but I now I find myself and I really struggled with this especially at the beginning of my career struggling to get fully into work because to me what hard work means is that you sacrifice and you lose all your love for your family and right. you know and I never wanted to be like my mom in that way Mm, and right. it's interesting because my circumstances are very different and she has afforded me this circumstance you know I really yeah. I really think that um but I I did connect hard work with loss of life and love and mm. it really took me a long time to be okay with working hard yeah which is, which is weird but it, it was a it was a problem where I really really didn't want to commit myself to anything for for mm. a while because I was I was too scared that I would turn into her and I would lose the ones that are closest to me and I would lose a lot of things that mattered. But it makes so much sense. It makes tons of sense. And is your mum still around? Yes, she is. She's in Japan. Have you ever been able to talk to her about it in retrospect? Yes. 
oh we had you have we have great conversations now because it's, that's lovely that's yeah so lovely. it's it's really really beautiful and like oh god I don't want to be like and that's what my new single's about but I mean genuinely like my new <laughs> single is about it's called Catch Me in the End it is about my mom and my you... my relationship but it it was it's had such a insane arc because it you know we would argue from day to night and mm-hmm. I used to call her a bitch and I used to uh you know swear at her I used to ignore her phone calls I used to just make her worry so much and now I so understand what I can't I can only imagine a fraction of what she was going through and now she's she's happy I think because even though she was very worried about me doing a creative career especially Mm. after going to Cambridge why won't you Mm. just be a banker but she's now happy uh, with how things are going <laughs> luckily and she is she, we have a whole she's a more relaxed perspective on things and now she she does say sorry for the things that she did before and she's like I regret not doing this for you and I just mm. didn't didn't have the bandwidth to do it and I'm like I get it like I I feel like I'm working hard I don't know how you did it it's different oh but that's so lovely to hear yeah it's really really nice just quickly because yeah. this has been the most wonderful chat what's next yeah i'm so excited i uh, i'm so proud of this album it came from a really really dark time and i therapized the shit out of myself i mean i went to therapy but mm. this album came from a lot of self-discovery and like it's a i don't know if you've ever done it sounds like you've done therapy you like talking in therapeutic language too too much actually <laughs> No, barely get any work done just constantly yeah. in therapy oh yeah God. no I love it I love it I love it too yeah um uh I, I did some inner child work where it's like you're holding the inner child and oh, you've done that before. I've done that oh it's horrible isn't it I mean it's horrible a bit beautiful so um the title refers to that basically holding the girl um oh wow okay okay it's about kind of getting to an age like I turned 30 during COVID and realizing that you, you're this age you're able to look back on who you were as a young person have an adult perspective on that and then you're able to look up I guess to like what your parents were doing at your age and maybe they were having you you know or mm. you're close to the age that they had you and you're like god what would I be as a parent and at the same time so many people around me were having kids so mm. it, it's about this like self-discovery of like who actually am I as a person and through therapy and writing I was able to really come to a very beautiful conclusion and so the record follows that arch and that journey it's amazing and I love what I've heard so far both so different both so amazing and we didn't even get to talk about Shania Twain so I'm oh gonna my have to god a whole a whole other episode yeah exactly Maybe well, if, I, if you interview her I'll just come on and just be like hey by the way I really love your music <laughs> surprise Frida's here <laughs> Well, Shania Twain, do you hear us? We're coming for you. Uh, what a lovely chat. Thank you, Rena. Thank you for your time. Next week, listeners, we've got Billy Porter on the show. Yes, I've shat myself too. It was an incredible chat and really interesting stuff. Things I've never heard Billy say. I loved it. So tune in. Meanwhile, get in touch. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com, at homosapiens on Instagram. Tell us your agony uncles, which, by the way, we do some with Billy Porter, no less. Email your comments, your questions, and your agony uncles. And above and beyond all of that, look after yourselves. Look after each other. Give your friend a hug. I don't mean like that, but 
Let's all have a lovely week until we're back in this beautiful, wonderful, caring arms of Billy Porter, who is going to make us all laugh. He's going to make us all cry. As did Rina. She's a wonderful person. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Powered by Spirit Studios.